and welcome back to the Pit Stop Podcast. My name is Braden Dallar-Coltman. I'm joined, as always, by my brother Jordan Dallar-Coltman. We're going to be recapping the events at the Portuguese Grand Prix last Sunday, Hamilton's second win of the season. And then we'll preview the upcoming race in Barcelona for the Spanish Grand Prix. Jordan, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. I'm out on location today, so I apologize if my audio isn't great, but I'm excited for uh, back-to-back race weekends, the first of the season. And so there's no two weeks off here. We get right back to action this weekend. I'm excited. All right, let's get right into it. Uh, Portuguese Grand Prix. I got to say, I was kind of bored. I don't know about you. I was just a bit bored. Nothing really happened that was all too exciting, you know? I'm not hoping that cars get into accidents, but I love a little bit of competition when it comes, you know, to, to the race itself. Uh, what were your thoughts? Well, I'll tell you who else was hoping for a little bit more action and and their strategy came down and unfortunately failed because they were hoping for a yellow flag or uh, or some type of safety car situation. And that was uh, Red Bull and Sergio Perez there at the end. They kept him out an exceedingly long time on the starting tires just because they were hoping desperately that they would get lucky, but they did not. It was a very uh, pedestrian race. You're right. There wasn't a lot of... Uh, sort of extracurricular activity. Um, but sometimes you get those races and then it comes down to what cars are good. We learned a lot, uh, I think, in this race about the engineering of some of these cars uh, when you just put them out there and, and have them run. Yeah, that's right. Well, Sergio Perez uh, finishes fourth. So he, you know, he didn't completely fall out of the pack, but he was in pole position for a good long time there. Um, for those of you who didn't watch it, Lewis Hamilton, yes, this is his second win of the season. It's no surprise he's at the top once again. With him at the top, Max Verstappen, second, Valtteri Bottas uh, finishes out in third. Um, my big question is, what happened to McLaren this race? You know, Norris finishes fifth, which is, it's not terrible, but it's not what he's been you know, providing in the, in the previous races, what's going on with Daniel Ricardo? Yeah, the car definitely felt like it took a, a little baby step back. I will agree with that. I think that they, that they're in one of those mid table cars. They're obviously fighting to get up a little bit higher. And so each week they're going to be tweaking things. As we talked about early, they have the new power unit Mercedes engine in there. So that takes a little bit of time, I think to, to get dialed in. And now that we're starting to see other teams beginning to make their season you know mid-season uh, updates and things mclaren will continue to tweak and try to get better um but yeah no definitely a down race for them we saw lando on the podium only only a couple of weeks ago so he'll be looking this week to get back obviously but yeah that, perhaps an off week for mclaren you're right you know i think one of the other teams that took a step back or perhaps was a disappointment for us this week was williams we're beginning to talk about uh, on our last episode, we were talking about how Williams is starting to take some steps forward. Obviously, we're not expecting them to to be winning races, but we're hoping that they'll start to compete uh, with some of those mid-table teams. And then and their car looked pretty good in the first couple races. We learned a lot. This is what I was saying, you know, earlier with sort of yes, it was a pedestrian race, but there were things to be gleaned from it. Williams' car cannot drive in turbulent air. They are struggling whenever they get behind another car, and that's a difficult thing for a vehicle that has to be able to over take because they're not going to be qualifying high enough to get out in front so they have to figure that out whether it's an intake problem or it's just the, the their own internal cooling issues apparently every single time russell had traffic uh he found the car almost undrivable and that was forcing them to just not be as aggressive as obviously he would like to be um but that'll definitely be something they try to fix 
uh, this week as well. The other, um, the other sort of little storyline I think that was interesting was the Aston Martin team has really struggled out of the gate and they didn't turn it around this week. And we had one car that got an upgrade, the, the aero upgrade. So their aerodynamics and things that they've been trying to work on. That was Lance Stroll's car. He got the upgrade um, package and, and he, he, he also didn't seem to be able to do much with it, but this upcoming week, we're going to see that change. Uh, so Aston Martin also a bit of a down week overall. You're right. Bit of a whole hum, uh, middle of the season style race where we didn't get a lot of drama. We didn't get a lot of action. The guys we expected to be at the front, I think all four of the top four finishers. So both Red Bull cars and both Mercedes cars had all lapped the field. So wow. uh, it didn't look like uh, a very least, long race either. Whether it was like 63 laps or so 62 laps or something. 66. Like yeah. Oh, okay. 66. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well it- I mean, you're going to have some of those races, right? Where Hamilton just pulls away and wins again and again and again. Yep. <laughs> All right, that was topic one. This episode of the Pit Stop Podcast is brought to you by Roma Pizza and Donaire. We all know that the best thing about Edmonton is the many Donaire options. And I know if you're like me, it can be overwhelming and stressful trying to hunt down the best. Well, my friends, we have found it and it's time you did too. Roma Pizza and Donaire in Westbrook Aspen Gardens is Edmonton's best kept secret. There's nothing quite like piping hot meat getting shaved and served with a generous ratio of sweet sauce. And look, I know someone out there is saying, yeah, no, that's not really my thing. Well, hold your horses, because there is more. Roma Pizza and Donaire not only serves Edmonton's best Donaire, but they also offer Roma pizzas, dinner platters, chicken wings, chicken fingers, chicken nuggets, chicken tawook, burgers, salads, subs, baklava, coconut cake, and with summer right around the snow-covered corner, they also have summer specials deep fried pickles and deep fried oreos but hey don't take my word for it sometimes tasting is believing to order call them at 780-944-9696 that's 780-944-9696 they're open every day except sunday from 11 until 11 and open till midnight friday and saturday you can also follow them on instagram at roma pizza donaire all right. Next up, we've got uh, we've got a big race this uh, this Sunday. Another big race, it's the Spanish Grand Prix at the circuit, the Barcelona Catalunya. That's uh, that's how you say it. Uh, Sunday, May 9th, seven a.m. Seven a.m. Uh, mountain, I guess. Yeah, probably must be. Um, what's going to happen, and uh, <laughs> what do you, what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> Well, I don't know if I know what's going to happen. I Come think on, yeah. that I'd be making a lot of money betting on it. But is Verstappen going to take think... Hamilton out this race? Because that's what everybody wants to know. This, I mean, it re- it's great that there are twenty cars in the field, but really, there are two cars vying right now for for P one, almost every race. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I think there's four cars. Uh, three and then four arguably Perez has a chance every week because the Red Bull car he's driving is just as good as his partners in theory but yeah you're right uh it's barring some kind of surprise we should expect the same types of results all season long and that's why when you do get the races like we did last year when you had um Gasly winning a race and Perez winning a race it's so much more exciting because it isn't the usual suspect but I think you know we always go in with the expectation to use those suspects if they bring their A game, they should be able to uh, to show the results. So that's true. Like I mentioned a minute ago, uh, 
the Aston Martin team is going to upgrade um, Vettel's car to match rules with the new aerodynamics package. So we can look to them to see how well that new technology is working on their cars. Uh, I, I think, as you also alluded to earlier, we can expect that Lando Norris and Ricardo are going to have a bit more pressure on them to perform this week. Hopefully they'll be able to find a bit more success. Uh, and then, you know, I think in, in general, some of those mid teams are now starting to really get the cars uh, under them and will hopefully start to see some better results. I was, I was expecting a bit more out of uh, Alpha Tori last week. Uh, weekend than we got I think this weekend is a great track for uh, the kind of drivers that they have and so that would be something and then lastly I think you also have to um, you know we always like to talk about the fact it's an international sport and there's these these courses all over the world but it always means something a little bit special to those drivers when they're at home we have two Spanish drivers in the field obviously uh, Carlos Sainz in the Ferrari is at home and then uh, Fernando Alonso comes home as well so two Spaniards uh, in 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 there, and they'll obviously be looking for big results at their home Grand Prix. Well, uh, I think Sainz needs one because he has uh, he has struggled a little bit here out of the gate uh, with Ferrari. Alonso, he's returned to F one, so the expectations aren't you know overly high here for him. But uh, but I do think they're going to have. I think both of those guys are going to have great races. Um, well, I I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, undersell the expectations over there at Alpine. Uh, the that Renault car last year was competing almost to the end for that third spot with a racing point and with uh, McLaren. So I think the expectations are still very high over in that paddock and they're going to be expecting that the Alpine car starts to, to perform better. I will say, just throwing backwards for a moment, another storyline from last weekend we didn't mention was Ocon and he had a great race. He, you know, he had some great overtakes and he just was pushing that Alpine car um, uh, to its max. And so I think, you know, whether or not it's him or it's his teammate, uh, Alpine definitely has room to improve, and they they did look better last week. So we'll see that could that could be something to watch this week. Yeah, too. something else we're we're monitoring this season here is um, you know Hamilton's uh, going to need another contract. Is he going to stay in F one altogether? Uh, a really cool story coming out today about Roman Groschans, who was in a horrific accident last year, um, getting an opportunity with Mercedes. What what are your thoughts there? Well, it's less of an opportunity, I think, more and more a courtesy. So this is uh, a swan that, song. It is, I think, as as Toto Wolf said. So just just sort of to, to contextualize, yes, I had the big accident last year. Didn't it was in the second to last race, so obviously did not race again last year um, after you know serious injuries to his hands, burns his hands and feet. But he he was he's cleared and healthy. He's actually been driving for IndyCar in America recently um, behind a wheel already, which is pretty impressive considering everything, but no Roman Grosjean will get a chance to drive in one of the practice runs this weekend for Mercedes. And as Toto Wolf said, you know, a guy who, who is a uh, veteran of the sport of an F1, um, you know, uh, an F1 driver who has, who has put many, many laps on many, many cars, and Toto just wanted to, to, to offer him one opportunity to finish his career by, by being behind the, the wheel of a championship quality car. And it was sort of a, it's sort of a courtesy and a compliment more than long-term future of Mercedes is not Roman Grosjean by any stretch, but it will definitely be an emotional and definitely a touching thing to see uh, on Saturday when, or on Friday, pardon me, when, uh, they, when they send out that car for first practice laps and, uh, Roman goes on his back behind the wheel of an F1 car one last time, potentially. 
and is this common like did they do do drivers get opportunities to test these vehicles you know on the regular when they come to qualifying or uh it was this was this kind of a a, a, a special case here for roman well it's often used to test not, uh, newer and younger drivers so obviously mick schumacher last season uh ran some practice laps for uh, alpha tori um prior to being signed with haas and then um, Fernando Alonso last season came out and was driving around in the Renault again prior to officially signing with, with what would become Alpine. But yeah, it is common uh, in some ways. They do often want to get newer or um, different drivers in there. You obviously, most teams have practice drivers on their roster, right. spare drivers on their roster. So those are the kind of guys who get out there and they test different upgrades and they test different um, track conditions and things for the, for the engineers to have that data. Because you obviously you don't want to be logging too many miles on your or kilometers i should say it's not fun. um too many kilometers on your uh principal drivers or your, your your two your two actual drivers just because it's also wear and tear on them but yeah so, so sometimes it happens and it'll be a bit more ceremonial than anything else i mean he's still going to put that car uh through its paces so there's no kidding about that this isn't a leisurely uh, trip around memory lane he's gonna he's gonna work that car a little bit but but uh, no results will come from it. All right. Well, there's a, that's, that's a preview. Uh, again, the race uh, in Barcelona is this weekend, 7 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Um, set your PVRs because that's an early one, uh, unless you're an early morning riser and you love watching F1 on Sunday morning. Uh, it's there ready for you. <laughs> uh, thank you, Jordan. Thanks again. Uh, thanks again, everybody, for listening. A reminder, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Hattrick Sports. And also tune in to listen to our featured podcast, Hattrick Sports, anywhere you stream your podcasts. Uh, until next time, this has been the Pit Stop Podcast. The Pit Stop Podcast is presented by Hattrick Sports and is a member of the Ordinary Podcasting Network. The show is produced by Jordan and Braden Dollar Coltman each week, but mainly Jordan. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening.